Hi, and welcome to the Men on the Path to Love podcast, the forgiveness episode. I'm Bill Simpson, your host. I coach men who are struggling in relationship, how to communicate effectively, build trust, and deepen intimacy so that they can be the best version of themselves in relationship and live the life they love. So when you've been in a committed relationship over a period of time, no matter how ideal your relationship is, whether you found your soulmate and all that good stuff, you both are going to make mistakes and or hurt each other at some point. I've talked about this before. You know, it's just the nature of relationships. And over time, these hurtful mistakes, especially repeated hurtful mistakes, can lead to frustration, anger, and resentment. And these feelings of frustration and anger and resentment can build up and start to create distance or a sense of disconnect in the relationship. And the key to overcoming this anger and resentment is forgiveness. As a matter of fact, research determined that couples who practice forgiveness are more likely to have healthier, satisfying, and longer-lasting relationships. Research also says that if you practice unconditional forgiveness, you will have a tendency to live longer. Hmm. Well, it sounds like something we all should strive for, right? You may recall in the Getting Through the Cheat episode where Sean was able to forgive Tara for cheating on him. Well, that was a big ask for Sean to forgive, right? I mean, infidelity, man. Well, it was his love for Tara and commitment to the long term of his marriage that helped Sean forgive Tara and ultimately make their marriage even stronger. One problem with forgiveness is that it's a lot easier said than done. Yeah, I mean, especially if we have deep emotional wounds from our past or our childhood that we bring to the relationship. And you know, that's what most of us do, right? We tend to find ourselves in relationship with those who bring out our old family dynamics and patterns, and of course those feelings that go along with it. And when you haven't processed those feelings, guess what? They show up subconsciously in our relationships and can make a real mess of things. Yeah, you know, I, I think of my client Alex and his wife Angela, not their real names. Alex came to me with a lot of anger towards Angela. He said that Angela would complain to him about something every day, you know, sometimes two or three or more times a day. And he was really getting fed up with it and was considering asking for a separation. When I asked Alex what was Angela complaining about, and he would say different things. For example, she would complain that he didn't wipe down the counters in the kitchen after he fixed a sandwich. And she'd ask Alex to wipe them down. Then Alex would wipe the counters down. And instead of acknowledging Alex, Angela would say that he didn't do it right. And it really would piss Alex off. Um, another example was when they got a notice that they had overdrawn their checking account. And Angela was furious with Alex because he wrote a check that bounced. Well, come to find out that Angela forgot to make the deposit, which caused the check to bounce. And instead of owning it, Angela complained that Alex should have checked the balance before he wrote the check. 
So stuff like this went on for a while, and Alex started feeling disconnected from Angela, and he really started to shut down. And he loved Angela, yet he was having a hard time feeling connected, you know, feeling like everything he did was wrong. And he was feeling angry and resentful a lot of the time. And that's when he decided to come to me. At first, we talked about him talking with Angela about the situation, and he said that every time he would bring it up, she would turn it around in a way that made it seem like it was Alex's fault. Basically, not taking any responsibility for her part. So then I asked Alex if he could remember if he ever felt this kind of anger or resentment when he was a kid. And he answered immediately. He said, all the time. When I asked him to tell me more, he said that his father was a military guy and was very controlling and disapproving of him much of the time. He said that almost every time his father asked him to do something, he would do it, but it was never good enough. You know, and his father would find a flaw in everything he did, expecting perfection, and he never complimented Alex for a job well done, you know. And his father never took responsibility for his own faults. So I asked Alex if that pattern sounded familiar, and the light bulb went on. That's what Angela does. Damn, I married my father, he said. And we both laughed about it. Yeah, I mean, that old dynamic showed up in his marriage with Angela. So I took Alex through a forgiveness process that I'm going to take you through in a moment, uh, a much shorter version. Uh, now, the first thing that Alex was to do was to forgive his father. And he really struggled with that at first because he had a lot of anger towards his dad. And I told him that forgiveness was not about forgetting. It was about letting go of the charge of the anger and resentment you know, the, the trigger connected to his experience with his dad. And I also said that forgiveness was more for him than it was for his father. You know, I told him his dad may not be losing any sleep over it, yet here Alex was with all this deep anger and resentment inside, you know, wreaking havoc on his immune system and, of course, his relationship. Now, the next step then was to work on forgiving Angela. This, he said, was hard, yet easier to do than for his dad. Um, and then the final piece we worked on was forgiving himself for all the times he acted out his anger and resentment in an inappropriate way. And, you know, it's usually easier to forgive others than it is to forgive ourselves, similar to self-compassion, right? Well, and frankly, Forgiveness really starts with ourselves so we can be humbled to forgive others. Over time, and after doing a lot of the forgiveness work, um, Alex was in a place where he felt pretty confident to set some boundaries with Angela and approach her for a heart-to-heart -heart talk. It was quite amazing, actually, because after Alex asked Angela to forgive him for all the times he acted out in anger, you know, explaining to her about his anger towards his dad, Angela quickly forgave Alex, and she admitted that her mother was very bossy and critical as well, and that she hated seeing her father succumb to her mother's wrath 
and always wanted her father to stand up for himself and to stop her. And Angela could see that she was doing the same thing her mother did to her father, to Alex. And with that realization, they both agreed to go to therapy to work on their little people, <laughs> you know, the, the little boy and the little girl inside, so that they could heal and break the pattern of their family dynamics that was interfering in their relationship. And the last I heard, they were doing well, and that their relationship uh, and their marriage had gotten much stronger. All right, so I, um, I, I mentioned taking you through a forgiveness process, but first I want to share this anonymous quote. It says, forgiveness is me giving up my right to hurt you for hurting me. Wow, so true. Okay, so here's a little forgiveness practice for you. It's a, a meditation, actually. So I ask that if you're driving uh, or need to have your eyes open to pull over because I will be asking you to close your eyes for the next several minutes. All right, so I invite you to get yourself settled in and just take note that, you know, forgiveness is a really powerful tool that can give you relief from all that anger and resentment you may be carrying from the past or even looking into the future. It can help you feel a sense of peace, calm, and love. And I ask that you keep an open mind here in that forgiveness is possible. All forgiveness is possible. And you might get this sense in your heart, you know, that tells you whether you have sincerely forgiven or not. You know, maybe you can really tell that you, you know, you really do forgive here, or maybe you are forgiving just a little bit, or that you haven't even forgiven at all. And if not, that's okay, um, because it may take some time for you to truly forgive because it usually requires a lot of repeated practice. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it took some time for Alex, uh, and, and most of us, frankly, uh, especially when we've been deeply hurt. And the good news here is that forgiveness is possible. So keep an open mind to that, and let go of your expectations, and just forgive, you know, so you can be free of the burden of that anger and resentment that can hold you back. Okay, so I invite you to close your eyes, get yourself settled in wherever you're sitting or lying down, and just take a few deep breaths just to kind of transition into this process. Just make your way to finding your natural way of breathing. Just a nice, relaxed rhythm of your breath, your normal way of breathing. Notice when you're breathing in and when you're breathing out. And notice where you feel your breath in your body. Understanding that your breath and your body only know this present moment, and that's where we want you to be right now, in this moment. 
And as you find your breath in your body, allow yourself to release the tension that you may be holding on to, neck, shoulders, arms, hands, your back, your hips, your buttocks, backs of your legs, down to the bottoms of your feet, and letting go of the tension in your face, in your forehead, uh, softening your eyes, your cheeks, your jaw, your lips, tongue, and throat, all letting go. Sinking down and releasing the tension in your chest. And if you can imagine bringing in a sense of softness to your heart and allow that softness from your heart down into your stomach, into your lower belly, down into your pelvis, your thighs, your knees, down to your ankles, tops of your feet and your toes, and once again at the bottoms of your feet. And with your body a little more relaxed, your mind a little more calm, hopefully, I invite you to imagine the person that you want to forgive. And usually the first person that comes to mind is the one you want to say it to. And imagine this person sitting in front of you and say either in your mind or out loud the following. I forgive myself for being afraid of things that I did not have the opportunity to heal before our relationship. I forgive you for not having the opportunity to heal before our relationship. I forgive myself for how I reacted out of anger and resentment. I forgive myself for not being able to communicate effectively. I forgive you for your fears. I forgive myself for my expectations of how you should be and how you should behave towards me. I forgive myself for not setting healthy boundaries. I forgive myself for seeing in you something that you were not. I forgive myself for not accepting 100% of you. I forgive you for not seeing my true self and my highest potential. I forgive you for not seeing the world as I see it. And I forgive myself for ever expecting that from you. Today, I know that I'm okay as I am and that you're okay as you are. I allow you to be the way you are 
and I allow myself to be the way I am. I accept you just the way you are because I want others to accept me just the way I am. I know it's in my power to show love in my ability to forgive and set us both free. I am aware that forgiveness lets me be able to create the life I love. I ask that forgiveness heals the emotional wounds from my past and set me free from the burden of anger and resentment. And finally, I offer gratitude in my heart for the opportunity to practice forgiveness with love and compassion. And with your eyes still closed, I invite you to take a deep, slow, cleansing breath in and out. And when you feel it's time, when you're ready, just slowly, gently bring your eyes open. And once you open up your eyes, take a look around, check out what you see, move your fingers, toes, stretch if you need to. All right, so that is a forgiveness meditation that you can practice over and over to get a deeper, more sincere sense of forgiveness over time. And I really encourage you to do so, especially for forgiving yourself. You know, um, when you can truly forgive yourself, it makes it so much easier to forgive others. It really does. So I'm going to close out with another quote, and this time it's from journalist Bill Moyer. And he says, quote, In a marriage, and I'll add, or a relationship, in a marriage or a relationship, every day you love and every day you forgive. It's an ongoing sacrament, love and forgiveness. There you go. And that will conclude this episode of the Men on the Path to Love podcast, the forgiveness episode. And thank you so much for taking the time to listen, to be a better you for you and for your relationship. So, do you think having a sense of humor in a relationship is a good thing? Well, it certainly can be, especially when the woman shows a sense of humor. And maybe not so much coming from men. Find out more by joining me for the next episode of the Men on the Path to Love podcast, the humor episode. And remember, if you have any questions or issues about your relationship you need help with, or comments about the podcast, or anything at all, please email me at bill at pathwaystolivingwell.com. That's bill at pathwaystolivingwell.com. And if you know someone who you think might benefit from listening to this podcast, hey, share the link and share the love. And until next time, 
keep your heart open and stay on the path to love.